Welcome to The Archetypist, the only analytics-based genre fiction podcast. This is Kathleen, your host for today's short bookends episode. And I'm going to talk about something that I didn't realize was a problem for me until it mattered. And that is how to take the stress out of talking about your book. And I am someone who identifies as an extrovert. And I'm pretty good at job interviews, um, describing myself professionally, making new friends. These aren't really things that give me an undue amount of stress. So you would think that when I got into that situation where I was talking with publishing professionals about my own work, that I would do that with relative ease. Um, But I had an experience at a convention that revealed it's actually quite the opposite. I choked multiple times trying to talk about my book. I psyched myself up to the point where I couldn't even speak to some people about my work who were peers, um, you know, rising writers like myself. And um, it kind of became a running joke of the weekend that I was, you know, super prepared. I had done a lot of research about the event and the people who were attending, but that I was nervous. And it was so unlike myself. I I couldn't really think, you know, why it was so hard. And and, and it's something that I realize as a recurring theme among other people as well. Uh, When I've met new writers and, and I ask them about their books, it's actually not uncommon for them to be kind of self deprecating. You know, they'll use phrases like, oh, it's a super contrived kind of stereotypical rehashing of the, and they kind of put themselves down. And I think we just have this fear sometimes of um, not wanting to be that cringy person who's super arrogant and kind of dominating the conversation just talking about themselves. I I think that's something of a stereotype that writers are conceited or or narcissists. And we all have a little seed of that imposter syndrome, or, or maybe it's a giant germinated fungal plant monstrosity of imposter syndrome. And we just we're so afraid, I think, of coming across as that person. Um, Or maybe, you know, if you actually are doing a pitch to an agent, you know, you, you have that moment, you're kind of overthinking it like, wow, this is my chance. You know, if I don't convince this person, I'm, I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to publish my book. Uh, but more and more as I am networking and kind of growing in my writing career, I'm realizing that Books aren't really sold by these magical moments where you corner an agent in the bathroom and convince them. You know, it's, it's, that's not how it works. You know, you you query them like an adult. You build a relationship until you you know have something that's mutually beneficial, and and then you learn and then you work with them. You know, it's it's not this. Um, you know, you wheedle your way into a lunch and then sell yourself to the editor of Tor. It, it's it does, it's not going to happen. Okay, you can meet people, you can form good relationships, but it's not going to happen inorganically. Um, but that being said, that doesn't mean that it's not an important skill to learn how to talk about your book. And I've seen people talk about their book in ways that it's really smooth and they segue into it really easily. And I think the dirty secret of it is the same dirty secret for absolutely everything, which is you just got to practice doing it. And, and, and that's hard because 
I think we don't often create spaces for ourselves to have that kind of practice and unless it's in these high stress situations where it's like okay someone new I'll explain my book to someone new and or I'll explain my book and it, to an agent you know and and it becomes more difficult that way if and if you've never really done it before with your friends then it's kind of hard to expect yourself to be super good at something and super smooth and not salesy at all if you've never done it before so if this is something that you struggle with or something that gives you anxiety Anxiety. I think just just go easy on yourself. So I would say that for those people that I've seen do this very smoothly, what they've gotten it down to is something short. It's a kind of a go-to pocket phrase that they use so that in a couple words, someone can understand what the book is. You've probably heard people talk about this proverbial thing as an elevator pitch, right? The idea is that if you met an agent in an elevator before they got to their floor, you could explain to them what your story was. So they say, oh, it should be five seconds or 30 seconds. But realistically, in the modern publishing marketplace, the elevator pitch is really an introduction that you can use for a couple things. Sure, it could be an introduction if you meet an agent, but much more likely it's going to be kind of the opening hook of your query letter. It could be the way that you describe your book to potential beta readers, to just your writing friends as you're uh, talking about it and trying to build your community. You know, you're finding like-minded people who are writing in a similar vein as you. Um, And you can also use it for yourself. I think it's really important to be able to express the ideas of your book in your own words just to support yourself as you're writing because especially if you're pantsing or if you're deep in a revision and you're kind of getting lost, it's really helpful to have this distilled version of what your book is about so that you can really kind of stick and and get back to the heart of it every time and not kind of get lost um, in that mire. So it's really important, I think, uh, to be able to succinctly talk about your book for a lot of different reasons. And One way that I often see people try to do this is with comp titles. You know, they'll say, so my book is like, and and for some reason, like comp titles, not only just hard for me to come up with for my own work, but they're hard to come up with um, just as examples, um, because I think it takes a really perfect combination of titles for you to actually get some sense of of what the book is about. Um, so even I just tried to ad lib one right now, and, and it was pretty hard. So I'm going to pause and, and actually try to come up with something good. Or maybe I'll cheat and steal one from Twitter. Okay, so I didn't actually steal one from Twitter because I felt like even that would be taking someone's intellectual property. Uh, but I found a Readsy article. Readsy actually has really good articles, uh, in my experience, um, where they uh, have an example of a comp title. Which, if, if you're not familiar with them, that's where you put you know the, the titles of two other books together to, to describe your book. And the one they have is uh, Jane Eyre meets Ghostbusters, and you can kind of get the idea of like, oh, all right, it's going to be kind of like a Regency romance, but with like a ghost hunting thing in, in there. Um, and, and you can do that with your book, but I, I find that to be difficult sometimes because when you're trying to put two books together, 
it's hard to understand which aspects of those books that you're talking about um, in order to really get to the soul of, of your book. And I think the reason why that example in particular worked was because it took um, the aesthetic f- feel and structure of Jane Eyre, like, oh, we know that this is going to be, you know, kind of a period uh, piece with, you know, some kind of romantic arc. We, we kind of universally understand those two things um, to be the, the heart of that piece. But then there's going to be uh, some of the concepts of Ghostbusters. You imagine there's some some hunting of, of ghosts in there. Um, but if you're struggling to come up with comp titles, I would say... Um, you know, if it's not simple, uh, don't sweat it out too much because there's a couple other ways that you, that you can do this. And so I'll, I'll offer three. Um, my suggestions are that you can look at your book through one of three lenses, either through the theme, which is something that you should you know understand deeply as, as you're writing your book, the world concept, um, and then specific tropes or events. So just to kind of break each of those down. Um, one theme in the book that I'm writing right now, so I could introduce my book this way if I, if I thought this was like, you know, the aspect that would be most important to the person that I was speaking to, is uh, my book is about accepting a found family when you don't have a real family. Um, and then I could throw in some of those um, aesthetic things in there. So I could say uh, this is a cyberpunk novel about found family. Um and I actually really like this, that sound of that, so I'm going to start using that and see how it works. Um, if you were going to look at this from the world concept perspective, you could say this is actually an example that I have for a book that I might write, which is that uh, my book is about future ghosts, which is connecting with the souls of people who don't exist yet. So go ahead and steal my idea. I bet you can't write it better than me. Um, and then the third idea, talking about specific tropes or events, um, you could say, for example, um, I'm writing a locked room mystery or I'm writing a monster hunting story. Just think about like some of those different key ingredients and mix them with the other key ingredients. So you can kind of take that comp title approach without worrying too much about finding specific books and then kind of explaining exactly why that book, you know, fits your book so well. You want your audience to kind of like click and understand exactly like what your book is about, like immediately. So if you kind of had to explain it too much, then your concept, you know, your, your kind of elevator pitch, it probably isn't there yet. So I wanted to give a couple more examples uh, from some of my favorite books in, in ways that you could kind of explain them super quickly or that I've even seen them explained already. So I love The Greenbone Saga by Fonda Lee. I won't shut up about it. You can't make me. And she described it as like kung fu gangsters or like, you know, this old kung fu world um, that's kind of like the godfather also. And so immediately you kind of get the aesthetic with the kind of crime family drama aesthetic as well. Old Man's War by John Scalzi. Um, I kind of described it as Earth's older adults retire into the Space Force. <laughs> so you can kind of play off of some of those like current cultural trends um, and also describe that, uh, you know, kind of world concept in the same way. Headful of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay, I described that as a behind the scenes of a reality TV show investigating demonic possession. So obviously there's a lot more nuance to the story than that if you've read that book. Um, but you can kind of see how it's a good introduction for someone to say, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'd, I'd read that. Um, and then my last example is uh, Vicious by Victoria Schwab. Um, and I called it If a Marvel Story Focused on Dark Academia Twists. 
My last recommendation, if you kind of want to read more examples of this, is actually to look up the Pitch Wars Showcase. If you don't know what Pitch Wars is, it's an annual competition where new authors team up with mentors to prepare their manuscripts and then their query letters uh, in order to present and compete for the attention of agents. And every year they put up this showcase of different web pages where you can go through and read people's um, book concepts. And so I'm sure you can pull out a lot of really great lines and, and see where this is done particularly well. But if, if you if you try to do this at first, if you try to come up with this like, you know, quick, you know, here's, um, you know, my my hook, here's my elevator pitch. Um, it, it can be really difficult to do at first because you're, you're it's going to take some trial and error to find that perfect combination of concepts and ideas that really speak to what you're trying to accomplish with your story, um, but also leave the door open for more. Because that's how you'll know that you've really found the right kind of pocket phrase or elevator pitch is because it will then be easy and natural for you, just like any other conversation, to explore the different facets of your idea in a way that is most interesting to whoever you're talking to. And so um, I would recommend, you know, maybe not just even having one of these kind of concepts or or elevator pitches, but um, having a couple. And you know, kind of as I alluded to in the beginning of this conversation, it's not something that you're going to be able to come up with in in, in an afternoon. Because odds are, if you're writing a book that's good, you know, it's going to have a a lot of complexities in it. And it's going to take a lot of work to kind of drill all the way down to, you know, what are those turns of phrase that really capture the essence of of everything that I'm going to try to do. Um, So I would recommend um, getting together with a trusted writing partner, a trusted accountability buddy, as I call it, and asking their permission to just have their attention and dedicate it to your book and your work for half an hour, an hour, because there's really something else that happens when you start uniting the the language and the cognitive parts of your brain and trying to actually like put those ideas into words and then also like gauging someone else's reaction. And you're going to feel a lot more comfortable talking about your book if you've already set the boundary and agreed with the other person that this time is for me and my book. And then, you know, it's a safe space. You know, they're not going to judge you for talking about yourself. They know that this is about you working on yourself. And in my experience, because I actually did this, you know, this is not one of those like I make up a assignment and then make you go do it thing. And then meanwhile, I just keep doing whatever else I was doing. No, I actually did this first. I tried it. Uh, My friend James, um, who's actually one of those people who I met at a convention and he was so smoothly talking about his book. I was like, how is he doing this? Um, I said, can I just like have 10 minutes and just talk about my book, like ask me questions about my book. And he was so great in his, you know, perfect, smooth way. He pretended like he was interviewing me and he asked me a bunch of questions to kind of understand what my book was about. So to set you up to have you do this exercise now that I've already gone through it, um, and I promise you it gets easier every time you do it. um, Here are a couple questions that someone could ask you. What's the theme of your book? What are the tropes or storytelling traditions that you explore or break in your book? Why is your book different from other books in this genre? What is your favorite part of the book? Or who is your favorite character in the book? How does your character change between the beginning of the book and the end of the book? What's the aesthetic of your book? 
Why did you choose that aesthetic? Why is this something that is interesting and exciting to you? So I'm super excited to hear about uh, anyone who tries this exercise and what their experience is like. For me, sometimes writing exercises can feel kind of stilted because it can be enduring. You've committed to putting something down and then you're judging it. But when you're having a conversation with someone, it's fluid and evolving and it's not live. You're not being recorded like I am now. You can just kind of say, oh, I'll try that again or "Oh, it's not quite exactly that. And it really is kind of like molding malleable clay until you, you know, really beat all the way down to this idea and you say, oh, that's it. That's how I tried to describe my book. Or they have a turn of phrase and you say, oh, wait, stop. That's what I'm getting at. And you know what? If, if, if you don't have that eureka moment, then you just keep talking. You just keep digging down into those ideas that have been in your head for so long until you're super confident, you're super comfortable, and you can start spitting out that elevator pitch to strangers. Uh, so this has been Kathleen on The Archetypist. As always, uh, stay safe, stay connected, and get out there and talk about your book. Archetypists out. <laughs>